0: Now, I have heard men in this generation narrow the field as if it is only persecution when they come after you for speaking about Jesus or, or, or for preaching the gospel. Anything else is not persecution, just that. But Jesus put it much, much more broadly. And it fits here, doesn't it? It fits in perfectly with what Romans 13 says. The argument that the Apostle Paul is making for your obedience to the magistrate, the leader, the governor, falls apart. It completely falls apart when the magistrate abandons his calling and becomes instead a terror to good. Then, it's not you who are opposing God, but the magistrate, unless you do what the magistrate tells you. You remember, there are times when, when uh, and God tells us this, when men call evil good. They set before us a transgender person and say, That's good. And God says, It's evil. They say, well, This is good, and, and it's, God says it's evil. And they say, This is evil, and God said it's good. So there's times where things get completely turned on their head. And they do what is right in their own eyes rather than what is. Right in God's eyes And remember of course That God's law is unchanging It never changes There's no change It doesn't change with time So when in obedience to God You do what they have told you not to do And you no longer have their praise But instead have their scorn What is that? What's happening? Are you then resisting the ordinance of God? No it's they who are resisting the ordinance of God. Are you then sinning against God because you are doing good? Nonsense. Utter nonsense. There is only one way that anyone could ever reach the conclusion that because you are doing good, that therefore you are doing bad. <laughs> that you're, doing, you're, you're sinning because in doing good, you are breaking the magistrate's rule. But I want, to ask, I want to urge you this morning to think. We need to stop simply doing what we're told and start to think. Let's think, Christians. Think. That doesn't fit with Paul, what Paul writes elsewhere. And it certainly doesn't even fit with what we read in Romans 13. He is not saying obedience to the magistrate trumps everything else. He's not saying that. Actually, he is reasoning from the other to this he is reasoning from our prior greater obligation to the king of kings down to our obligation to the magistrate and so here's how it works you obey the vice regent because of the regent and for the regent that's what he's saying that's the argument But if there's any conflict, and and if you're in, in the military, there ought not to be any conflict between the regent and the vice regent. But if there happens to be any conflict between the two, what do you do? Well, to obey the magistrate in that case would be to turn chapter 13 on its head. It would be a subverting of the whole order which Paul is insisting on. Paul is saying that he is a minister for God. For God. You don't disobey God for God. That's illogical. Christians, it's silly. And I sometimes wonder, do you wonder sometimes in this generation if something otherworldly, something almost satanic has gripped the nations so that we're not even thinking clearly? When Christian leaders tell us that we must stop doing what God has told us to do because the magistrate has asked us nicely, they are essentially saying we are to disobey God for God.